Hey there. Welcome. Time to talk around things. We're here with Double A and I'm the Fish. We're going to have a special guest, maybe a surprise or two. Cozy up, grab your favorite beverage, settle down for talking around things. Hello there. Who was that voice? Hmm, sounds familiar. I think it was I. It's the slowest outro of the intro ever. We're gonna we're gonna uh, mold that like clay. Oh, if you haven't figured it out, uh, I'm the fish, and I'm Double A, and uh, we're talking around things. And we have a a beer guest. Tim. He wasn't the main guest on today's show, but he was here. He's our surprise. He sp- is our surprise today. Yeah, Jacob's the surprise. I, I'm a surprising guy. He's a uh, uh, he's been on this show once that's, before. That's right. The yeah, uh, the I, White Tyler Harrow. The believe, White Tyler Harrow. <laughs> I believe that was your highest rated show uh, to date. We'll have to look at the numbers. We've had some pretty <laughs> highly rated shows, so we'd have to uh, see exactly. <laughs> we're I think we're getting into the, the double they, digits on a few of them. We they, might they be. Let me look at it right now. I can look. Numbers, right? I can look. It's better than just one person. Sorry, Ben. We yeah, got more so than just you. We'd like to welcome the listeners. The listeners, plural. Along along with Benny. That's Hello, Ben. Cool. Yeah, we had our one listener on, and it boosted things for us. Nice. Yeah, I'd say we really turned a corner with episode five. Let's see. Um, Who was on episode five? Uh, Benny. Benny. Oh, okay. yeah. No, no offense, but we needed to have some growing pains. Like the, you were, we were in the early parts of the game when you came on. Was well, Jake I, episode two? He was early, too. Episode two. It doesn't I even say Jake's name in here. Honestly, so I kind terrible. of, oh, in I'm a way, insulted. I think of it as the first episode. It's a, yeah, the pilot and then episode two is what we did. <laughs> we skipped episode one. Well, it was a learning experience for me as well because, you know, you kind of have to learn how to be on a podcast and how not to be really annoying. Can I hear Jake? It was a little soft. Yeah. You could hear him. It was just a little soft. I turned it up. We're happy. It was my fault. Jacob, okay. not your welcome, fault. welcome back for your second appearance. That's a record. And we're happy to have you here. Oh, wait. Danley's been on twice. Um, has Danley been on twice? Danley's is the best episode. Mm. 33 well, listeners. Oh 33 listens. God. Not listeners. Wow. Listens. Wow. Well, it's um, an honor. Hopefully. Um, hey, I think we're getting a boost right now just by your yeah. presence. Thank you, Jake. Jake's a great brewer. I was we a little we're nervous. not drinking his beer right now, actually. I was a little nervous about. We're just trying to blow the keg, and then we'll start drink. drinking the beer. Yes, this yeah. is true. We've got business ahead. We've got business ahead, and we've got a caller coming in. That's so. right. In a few minutes, we're going to have Jordan Brooks, who uh, produced the music that you heard. That's right. At the beginning of the pod, our new intro uh, laid over top. And you might also recognize his handiwork uh, if you're a fan of the Hey, It's a Disc Golf News podcast. You can check that out, too, on the Where we have a new intro every day. OTB family of podcasts. I haven't done my intro yet. You haven't. No one, yeah, you didn't bring me in yet. Not yet. It'll happen. We have a lot Jacob to do still. Yeah, yeah, We're still good. riding Kyle. Kyle's <laughs> a strong train to ride. I, honestly, I don't want to replace Kyle in the intro. I just want to uh, be a part of it. Part partake. of it. I wanna, you will. You I will tag team it with them. We've yeah. definitely talked about We've, you coming we, in. We kind of have a thing going on as doubles partners. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we're going to get you on a hey intro very soon. Well, I'd be honored. Uh, I'm. I'll be it's, gone for three days. It's tie dye Tuesday, and Jake's <laughs> not wearing tie dye. So, I I'm wearing flannel. Unfortunately, I'd like to f- admit, which is like the country version of tie dye. It's a great yeah. look. 
Thank you. This is uh, an Jacob, Amazon. Jacob Basics has a Jacob has a solid look shirt. I think. What are you admitting? Sorry, I interrupted you. It's, a, it's an Amazon flannel. Someone gave it to me. Like Amazon Basics flannel or Amazon Essentials, one of the two. Oh wow, they Damn. have a, they have their own brand of furniture like uh, clothing. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but it's making Steve. It's a nice flannel. Or Steve, I, I try Steve not. Bezos. I try not to partake. I have purchased shittier flannels from Target. I'm not gonna lie. I um. I'll just wear the same thing every day. For I a part year. take an extreme of capitalism in spurts. Uh, full disclosure: forgot to wear tie dye today. And you stole that off the rack over there. And I took it off the rack, <laughs> and I ran around the entire block. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I have been wearing the OTB socks on a weekly basis. They're pretty dope. And those are tie-dye. Rasta so OTB? I did wear tie-dye earlier this week. Uh, the the tie-dye basket? No, the tie-dye ones. The ones that are tie-dyed and then say OTB on them. say OTB. You're right, right. They're black. Great. They're great. It's a great sock. If you haven't checked it out, it's check it out. It's available on OTBdisc.com. And it goes really well. Um, so so I sponsored use by. Muck boots they're my brewing boots and they're these like really heavy duty hardcore uh rubber boots but they have a great liner i mean they're like 100 bucks right but they're the short it's the real deal it's the real deal and i will wear those socks with those boots and they uh they're really nice together they stretch out so you can get some nice coverage from there yeah you don't want to get any chafing while you're brewing i know that feet are a lot of wetness a lot of wetness there in the brew house no people would probably underestimate the importance of your shoes when you're brewing but it's probably the most important thing that wow. you have underrated yes shoes while brewing yeah. so so we boots. have a breaking boots. news boots oh right that's there. a phone call i think no nope. there's a vibration nope never mind so we have some breaking news um this is okay this, MB, is, not, this is nba breaking news oh, okay so this is a uh, talking around things breaking news yeah uh myers leonard Yes. Who said the, the K word on his live stream the other day. The K word being? The one for anti-Semitism. Okay. Um, and he is now on an indefinite leave. Mm. See so, you later. Goodbye. Myers Leonard. Yeah, man. So it will, he's probably getting canceled, but you know who else is going to get canceled? The Queen. Oh, yeah. Over this baby thing? No, yeah. <laughs> All of England is getting canceled. I don't know if you saw, like, some, like, Ireland's biggest newspaper started talking about how terrible the monarchy was. And I don't know. They related to something the crazy. Irish said that? I want to look it up right now just so I can tell you guys facts. You know, I'm, I, I I'm, was I'm once, Irish for the record. That's pretty cool. I was once in the same uh, museum as the Queen at the same time, and I didn't even know it. Because they had a whole section blocked off. I was in the British Museum, and it was really great. But they had this whole private section, and they didn't let you a in wing. there. And then later, when I was back in my hotel in London, I turned on the news and I saw where the Queen lives. She does. She's it's got all, her. This all got, lines up. She's got her own place there. It's all freaking lines up, Jacob. And I saw she was in that, like the blocked off area in the museum. Gosh. Same time as me. <laughs> I know. I could have just ran through. And I hope you wrote a letter. I did. Yeah. Strongly yeah. worded. Strongly worded. Yeah. All right. So here's the Irish Times, and I'm going to read you two paragraphs about what they says. Having a monarchy next door is a little you like... Know, they say the Irish use words <laughs> like like artists use clay. Go ahead. <laughs> is it, having a monarchy next door is a little like having a neighbor 
who's really into clowns and has a house daubed in clown murals, displays clown dolls in each window, and his and has an insatiable uh, desire to hear insatiable insatiable desire to hear about and discuss clown related news stories. More specifically, for the Irish, it's like having a neighbor who's really into clowns, and also your grandfather was <laughs> murdered by a clown. Beyond this, it's the stuff of children's stories. Having a queen as a head of state is like having a pirate or a mermaid or an Ewok as a head of state. What's the logic? Bees have queens, but the bee queen lays all of the eggs in the hive. The queen of the Britons has just laid four British eggs, and one of them is a sweatless creep, Prince Andrew, so it's hardly, hardly deserving of applause. It's coming from the Irish Times, the biggest newspaper in Ireland. That is amazing. Right? That's pretty fantastic. I saw that this morning, and I was like, bravo, Ireland, bravo. Well, they don't mince words. Not at all. They mince potatoes. <laughs> you know, one of <laughs> our... We, we cook them any way we can, really. We love them. One of Freaking my favorite them. patrons that comes into Blaker Brewing on a regular basis. He lives right down the road. Is an Irishman, born in Northern Ireland, and he's a really funny guy. Noise, yeah, great, great sense of humor. Well, we're waiting on uh, JB Jordan Brooks to call in. We're in position. Up oh, and wow, as the words leave my mouth, here we go. Ready? Oh, that's the, that's, I see. I was thinking this was the Jack Harlow song or whoever we're listening to. The sample. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. DJ. Uh, Little cock bump. Oh, DJ Little Cock Bump. No, I mean, no. I'm sorry. Wait, little cock is, that, bump. is that Jordan yeah. Brooks? I can't hear you. I can't hear him. Why can't we hear him? Oh, wait. I answered on the wrong thing. Oh, so, gosh darn it. Aaron, going back to what you were talking about, what are back? the Heat going to do without Myers Leonard? <laughs> <laughs> the same thing they were doing before? Uh, if you don't mind. Like, uh, yeah, right now. Technical difficulties. <laughs> we are very I, smart. I just and to say little cock bump friends. He was answering the phone. We were very fucking good at our jobs, guys. You're some of the best. <laughs> Only the best, if I do say so myself. Hail you. There he is again. Uh, except phone call from Jordan Brooks. I don't hear him. Did it work yet? Hello? I'm here. Oh, oh he's yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He thought I was just talking to my Siri or whatever. <laughs> uh, very thoughtful. Jordan, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Can welcome. you hear me all right? Yeah. You sound great. Yeah. We sound terrible. Um, you're, I'm, I'm, talk, to me. I'm, talk, you're talk, I'm talking to you over the computer, over a mixer, into the computer again. Yep. <laughs> So, you know, that's what we're working with. It's nice to hear your voice, buddy. You too, man. Uh, this this pandemic's torn us apart, and it tears me up inside. <laughs> Same. Thank you. So, uh, I, I am Aaron. Jordan. Greg's yeah, let me introduce co-host. you. We've got, yeah, we also have Jacob here sitting in. He's a, hey, he's how's a, it going, Jordan? He's a local brewer in the Stockton area. I hey, brew. Jacob. Hey, Aaron. Hey, how's, how's it going, going man? Yeah. I appreciate your... Uh, your music. We use it on a couple of podcasts and it's fucking fantastic. Oh, glad to hear it. Yeah. Thank you. It's uh it sets the tone. Yeah, these guys do a That's great job with the podcast. The production here is unrivaled. 
Yeah, as you can tell from our handling of your phone call, we're pretty on top of things. <laughs> so you're back on the West Coast, but uh, you've been traveling a little bit, right? Catch us, catch me up, catch us up. Let the listeners know what's been happening. Where you been? Yeah. So um, let's see. Well, I I'm trying to think when the last time we crossed paths, but basically since I was in, like, I'll, I'll go to the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. I met Jordan in so California. About a year ago. Yep. Started in California all through the spring, summer, exactly. fall, winter, all here. And then my girlfriend got a TV show that is filming in New York. And they pushed it back because of COVID stuff. But they like were still going forward with production. It was supposed to film in December, and then they moved it to January, and then they moved it to February. But she went over, so she had to go over early um, because they do quarantine and stuff, and they make you know make sure you get all mm-hmm. these tests before. It's got to be official. And so I went over to be with her for part of the time, just so she wasn't just sitting over there by herself. And I had nothing to do here because you know I don't have a job right now, and everything's shut down. So, you know, it's risky flying, but I was like, well, I'll take the risk, you know, and then I could just quarantine with her. And actually, uh, the day before I flew, I like miraculously got the vaccine at oh, wow. the testing place. Oh, nice. And yeah, so I got I'm also shot, vaccinated. Like, I like to tell everybody. You are? I said I'm oh, also yeah. vaccinated. I like to tell everybody. Yeah, it's like such a, I mean, I'm so relieved and excited about it It and it was yeah pretty like incredible that i got that and and that like i got it you know as i was leaving to go to new york and then so i went to new york spent time with my girlfriend for about a month and then came back because i had to get the second shot here and i had an appointment so obviously i was wasn't going to miss that and so now i'm back here i got back like a week and a half ago wow and what was it like being uh being at the airport it was actually like so like the flight she got out there was a saturday morning like i think it was like an 8 a.m flight direct to jfk and i got on the same exact like flight through the same airline same airports and everything like a few weeks later so we experienced a similar type of thing and it was like you know i got to the airport at like Six or you know six thirty or seven, I can't remember exactly when, but like pretty early morning on Saturday, and it was like literally there was like nobody there except for our flight. Wow! And then that's at LAX. Yeah, like made it through security like without even seeing like more than like three people. Got on the plane, like they were pretty cool about like moving people around because it was only like a third sold out. Mm-hmm. And so they like spread people around and like I had my own hmm. row. Um, that sounds familiar to when I, I feel about it, wearing a yeah. mask. I wore like one of those face shields, you know, and a mask. Oh, nice. I wanted to be like super careful because if my girlfriend, whose name is Nora, if she, uh, shout out Nora, like, I was going to say COVID, hello, she wouldn't be able hello to Nora. The show. So I was just, like super extra cautious. That's uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. I had my own row and, it's, it's out. yeah it's actually kind of fun if you have your own and you're surrounded you have a barrier of roads you can just you know pass gas you can take oh, your shoes amazing. off 
I just want to do that. Yeah, they're uh, every, everyone's wearing yeah. a mask anyways. Chill my underwear under a blanket. No, that's nasty. But we, <laughs> we don't want to give a shout out to to, to the lovely Nora. So I'm glad you got to hang out and spend some time. But you were uh, you were also thanks for that. You were also cranking on some beats while you were there, right? Yeah. So always working this guy. I rented a, I subletted a, uh, the apartment of one of my friends from college who I've known forever. Not, um, but we haven't been like in touch that much recently. But like, I heard he was going on a road trip, like with his girlfriend, or his, I think he's his girlfriend. I don't know if they're married, but well, we'll find that they out. They took a very long road we, trip. We, like, we actually we kind of need that clarified. But that's okay. <laughs> ASAP. ASAP. Double check that. Yeah, anyways, it, it worked out perfectly because this guy went on a road trip for two months. I rented his place. Oh, wow. And he also owns a music studio like a block away. So then I rented the studio too. Oh, man. Because like no one was going to be there for any of that time. So then I would just wake up in the morning, go to the studio from like nine to either three or five because there was another guy who came in at night. So we, we kind of shared it. Um, okay. But other than that, no one was using it. Um, so I would go during the day. And, and you just had all sorts of... Night, but yeah. Just, you had all sorts of toys sorry, at your ahead. disposal? Yeah, it was pretty much like the perfect like little project studio. And um, I kind of like did it every day for the whole month. And they, they... Like, yeah, the gear they had, if anyone's like listening who's a musician, it's just like cool, a bunch of cool keyboards and guitars. And they had an organ that had an arpeggiator, like this weird old organ and like all these seventies synths with like, like arp string ensemble. And they had a piano, a little like crappy upright piano with pickups on it and like, uh, roads and a Wurlitzer and like a couple Moog synths. Oh, and that's, that's really sick. nice guitar and an amp and space echo. So it was like kind of the ideal place to like make trippy stuff. And what, Basically, what I've been doing, Greg, I think since I last talked to you and Aaron and Jacob. Wait, sorry, is it Aaron? Yep, that's correct. Okay, yeah, Aaron and yeah, Jacob. Aaron like, Jacob. I make a lot of samples. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, appreciate the, we appreciate the we appreciate those samples, and uh, we're always, you know, it's always sounding good. So everything you put out and everything yeah, I've heard so I made you, like you post a about. Bunch more of those Did we use some of this stuff there. in our commercial? Yeah, uh, I don't think we use no Jordan is not in the commercial, but Jordan's on the the two podcasts. The two intros. podcasts, ones. yeah. Originally, I asked him for some music for the commercial, and it just wasn't the wasn't the matching up as the right vibe. Yeah, but it's nothing against the music. It's just we have a lot of musicians. We're selling in our, fris- like, we're selling frisbees. We have a lot of musicians in our like kind of corner. Yeah, we're lucky. Um, like between Stanley. And you, Jordan, and you have another friend that does it, correct? My friend Rob has helped us out with some music. Um, my friend uh, we hope Steve to start Spiffler, recording some who's music. a rapper, slash, and he has a studio here in Stockton. Um, he's hooked us up on Jamming with the Best, or other podcasts on that music. Yep. So We care about the music, so we want to feature it more and more. And this is our first kind of, I guess, semi-music-centric uh, podcast that we've had, so we hope to do this more often. So, so I want to know a little oh, bit about awesome. the ex-poets, sir. Oh, ex-poets. Okay. Well, funny you should ask because we're... So, ex-poets is a band that I started with my friend Colin Killaway, who is who Greg actually knows because they both lived in Virginia at the same time. Yep. 
and you know musicians we crossed paths we did a couple of gigs to get, like on the same bill um anyways he's a guy who i've known since college and we formed a band though just we've always played music together but we just formed a band like four years ago and started it was mostly a recording project like as we worked remotely i was living in new york and he was living in virginia so we, we started passing demos back and forth um and i generally like i'm mostly a bass player that's like my main like skill set in music um and so i would like but i also like make you know produce beats and do drum machine stuff and mess around with keyboards and guitar and colin the other guy in the band is a really amazing singer but he's also like great at guitar and keyboards and now he's like gotten really good at drums and he went to college for uh tenor saxophone he's like an amazing jazz saxophone player that's how we met so but i would usually like make the the tracks and then i'd send them to him and he would sing on them and then send them back and we kind of like went back and forth and it was a good vibe. And then we ended up like finishing a whole album that came out in 2018. Take that post um, the postal service. That's a wild ass way to have an album. I feel like, well, I think it probably yeah, it took, I mean, it yeah. took a while. Like obviously it would, we did a couple sessions in person. Like if he was in New York for a weekend, we would always try to squeeze one in. But for the most part, yeah, it was like remote. So it took a long time and, we were both busy like playing in other bands and doing other stuff at the time too. So it's kind of just like our in between when we could squeeze it in creative outlet, but it ended up like turning out good and we released it. And I found a really cool label actually in the Bay area in San Francisco called text me records. Got to plug them because they're awesome people. Shout out. Text um, me. Yeah. That too. Um, released the album and they like, I've since become one of their like songwriters under their publishing umbrella and they're just like really cool helpful people so we're working on a new album now that's like we just like right before i called you guys i was listening to like some final mixes of a couple of the songs we're about half finished with the album but i but we're going to start releasing songs like we're not going to wait until the whole album's finished to like start releasing because it's already taken a while so we should have the first new song out in like hopefully like three months or or maybe even less time than that. I don't know how much time the label needs to like prepare everything, but mm-hmm. you know, gonna get it going. That's very exciting. It sounded That's really sick. good. So I'm excited. That's awesome. Well, I'll have to ask you for that. Uh, you know, on a private stream, and you know, we'll see how far we you get. Know, you know, you know, I'll share the private link with you, Greg. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. we have a, we have a special folder. We just it's a Dropbox. We'll blast it around the shop. <laughs> Get everyone hooked. Nice. We won't put it anywhere. Uh, yeah, that was a funny story. But Jordan and I met driving to a wedding that we were going to work together. Well, but, and then realized that we had actually met four years before that, <laughs> playing, playing a gig. And so it was like, wow, I guess maybe Los Angeles and California and United States and the world aren't such a big place it's not after that all. Big. I have a story. I probably said it before. Not on here. But I, uh, I saw my friend from middle school in Italy. Right. What are the chances? Yeah. Fucking, they can't be, I mean, they're probably pretty crazy, but the world's not that big. You just cross paths on the street or something? Yeah. I was walking, it wasn't even in a big town. I can't remember the town's name, but I was walking down, um, I was in high school. Why were you in Italy? I was playing baseball. 
Ah. I was in high school and we were in a tournament in Italy. And I was walking down the street in some town, like we were nothing like even for baseball. And uh I happened to look up and my friend Gianna was just chilling on the balcony of like some house on like her family is from there. Gianna Fagazzi is her name. Shout out. Shout out Gianna. She's dope. <laughs> um, we like to give a lot of shout outs to you. You'll 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 find that out. Yeah. No one's listening, but no one's listening at all. But yeah. shout them out. Shout the <laughs> shout her out. Shout out whoever you want. She's dope. So uh yeah, I saw her in Italy and I was like, What in the world? It like blew my mind as like a fifteen year old kid. Uh okay, Jordan. Let's yeah, it's a small world is probably the most true uh like what, cliche platitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cliche. It really is. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those truths. Uh Okay, let's back this train up a little bit. JB, give us a little background info. Uh, what's your full legal name, and where did you go to high school? My full legal and can name? I get your credit card information? <laughs> I was going to ask you the last four of your social. Last four of your social, where did you go to what's high school? Mother's, mother's, maiden ma- mother's maiden name, full legal name. Just real quick. Rattle I know them these off. tricks rattle, are big on the internet. Rattle them off. With, it's the honey pack right there. I'm actually, on. what they didn't tell you is that I'm actually a prince in Nigeria, <laughs> and... I just need ten thousand dollars to free up my million dollars. So if you can, you know, fax me ten thousand dollars. What's in it know. for him though? Oh, I'll, he gets du- I'll double his money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah that sounds smart. That sounds like a good investment, JB. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> Actually, I, I saw one Nigerian on uh, Prince. I saw one on Twitter the other day that was like really dumb, <laughs> and I thought people, you know, knew to look out for this now, but it was like. If your birthday was the amount of money that you have, how much money would you have? And like someone wrote in like seventeen billion. You know, it was like they wrote their birthday, but in in like the money, money amount with the full year. And I was like, yeah, I was like, how? Yeah, it was like one seven thirteen nineteen ninety five. You know, and I was like, how dumb? Oh, are these millennials! Your birthday. <laughs> Come on! You walked right. You walked anyway, right into so that. You, you walked right into that one, kid. Yeah, all my info's out there, so fuck it. <laughs> that's not. I don't yeah, know if that's birthday's it. not. Okay, okay. Well, if you're uncomfortable sharing your name or your high school, uh, where are you from? And what <laughs> no, no, your... my full my full name is Jordan Moffitt Brooks. Moffitt, that's interesting. Brooks. That's a sick. Is that a M-O-F-F-E-T-T? middle name or is that a T T? It's my middle name. Yeah, it was like my grandpa. Well, my grand I guess I found out technically it was my grandpa's first name. His name was Moffitt James Brooks, but he went by James because, you know, Moffitt's like a strange name. So I always <laughs> I thought would go by Moffitt, name. dude. That is a cool name. I know, it's super cool. But I always thought that was his middle name. So, But then I found out later that was his first name. But I'm named after that. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to like hate it. I was so embarrassed of it. But now mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah, it's crazy how your perception of things as a kid. Yeah, and I went to OPRF High School, which is Oak Park River Forest High School, um, outside of Chicago. It's like a, um, it's a really big public school. There was like four thousand people there, I think, when I went. But it's a really good school. Like it's, you know, one of those like Chicago suburb high schools that like. Like uh, I like speaking of small just, world, I would like run into people who either went there that I didn't even know, 
because it's such a big place or yeah. like people would know about it because we played them in sports and there was like in new york there's like tons what of, was the name of it? chicago area and same with la was it oak park oak park yeah Who's the most famous, basket- that, who's the most famous basketball the player? Like, yeah, who's the most famous person that? from there? Who's the most famous basketball well, player? Well, Franklin Wright is where... Oh, Franklin Wright went there. Wow, the architect. He wasn't from there, but like that's where his home and studio was. So there's like a bunch of Franklin Wright houses. And um, the Unity Temple, this really cool temple he designed is there. and But also like Hemingway is from there. Oh, wow. Oh, that's crazy. He was like born there. I think he lived there until he was like. So, from so basically, Stockton the question win. we want to ask is, which who's the most famous basketball player? Yeah, I was going to tell you the Stockton's most oh, famous people are Nate. Basketball player from Oak Park. Who played at the high school? I don't think anyone famous. Oh really? Okay. Came from right. my school. That's okay. But like I, but like the surrounding Frank, area. Frank Lloyd Wright and Ernest Hemingway are like, really good answers. Those are great, dude. Those are some <laughs> crazy answers because like it's so much different than Stockton's most famous people. Who are? Uh, yeah. Nick Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz, the the fighter. And who are what? They're UFC fighters, and then Dallas oh, Braden, yeah. who was an MLB player, and then like he wasn't born here, but he lived here and nearby. But Dave Brubeck is probably the most famous musician. And didn't he go to UP? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he went to the UOP. Hey, what about Brandon Cooks? Oh, Brandon now, Cooks is a pretty good football player. But here, how about this, Jordan? There's, you know, some people in New York might argue with you, New York State, that is. Stockton is Mudville. Yeah. As in Casey at the bat. That's a theory Wait, I've it's heard. Mudville? It's For, it's one of two places that's considered the home of uh of Casey at the bat. It's definitely Mudville. The Stockton Ports changed their name to the Mudville Nine for a little while, which the stadium they played at is like literally a par four disc golf away from here. Maybe par five. <laughs> par four. Um, so you have that claim to fame? Um, that claim to fame, I don't know. There's a most, a Michael Olawa Candy. What's the most uh, diverse city? It's the, the f- most diverse city in America, America. I'm pretty sure. What's the fact yes. about the uh, inland port? It's the deepest uh, inland inland port in the world. In the world, yeah, that's crazy to me. They dredged it out. <laughs> so that's what we're working. We with have here. a big old shipping place. That sounds scary. Michael Olawakandi was the uh, he played at EOP and he was the number one overall pick. He's probably the biggest draft bust in the history of the NBA. He's one of the biggest. I think Anthony. He didn't pan out or what? Oh no, he was pretty terrible. Olawakandi was not that good. He he wasn't as terrible as some of the guys recently. He he was a dude that picked a basketball up at the age of sixteen for the first time. That's how I first. I didn't realize the University of the Pacific was here. Is yeah. it uh, were University of the Pacific or University yeah. of Pacific? University of the Pacific. Of the yeah. Pacific. But it's abbreviated. You know. Wait, and he went number one in the NBA draft? Yep, overall. This is like maybe a 98, 99, something yeah. like that, to the Clippers, yeah. Darius Miles they were, draft? They were great. Uh, I mean, he was really, really good in college, like really, really good in college, but he kind of had a little bit of stiff. We'll have to go back to our NBA preview and yeah. try and uh, <laughs> realize or our NBA draft preview, which covered every NBA draft except for the one that was actually being held. Uh, well, great. I will tell you a couple other basketball, like interesting basketball things to my town and the surrounding towns. Well, first, wait, one before that really quick. One of the coolest guys to go to my high school, I think, is the guy who did Homer Simpson's voice. Oh, that's hella cool. He went there. Dan Castellaneta? Yeah. That's nice. dope as hell. I Love that. I forget his name. 
That's his name. But they had a picture of him on the wall. But <laughs> they had a picture of him on the wall. Who's the coolest guy? Okay, so in the surrounding areas, like Proviso East, um, which is the high school one town over, Isaiah Thomas went to. Which that, Isaiah that's Thomas? Pretty, like, heavy. The, like the, yeah, the legendary. Okay, good. I was just making sure there. because there's two point guards uh, that are. I nailed it, Dan Castellaneta. I nailed it. All right. So who's the most famous yeah, person Castellaneta. to go to your high school, Greg? <laughs> to my high school, I'd have to think about that for a second. What about you? Most famous person to go to the high school? Yeah. Um, probably Logan Mankins. Oh, what's a good name? Played for the Patriots in the. Tampa Bay. That's a good name. I mean, we have some decent people from the area, like JJ's from Roanoke and Georgia. No, I want your high school. Yeah, my your high school. The, high school. Mine's yeah. Aaron Judge, right fielder for the New York Yankees. Not bad. Rookie of the year. Uh, I think he's still the rookie home run record holder. My little sister went to my cool. high school. That's pretty cool. She's pretty famous. <laughs> your little sister's pretty famous? I mean, <laughs> you know, on some levels. For what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, notori- let me ask you guys notoriety in her draft. home county. <laughs> Sorry, speaking Shout of out NBA Katie draft, nay, Katie Connor. You yep. guys remember a player named Corey Maggetti? Oh hell oh, yeah. yeah, I know Corey Maggetti. Of course. <laughs> so he was he was pretty much a buff. Like, also played for the. I don't know. He was the next Michael Jordan. I mean, he a lot of people would say he, that he, all the time. He was over, yeah, he was overrated. Well, he, was, he was in the NBA for a while. He played a long time. He played. Yeah, he was a good basketball player. He had a good career. He wasn't a great player, but he was a good yeah. player. But like over height. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Height. We're getting into it. As you can tell, Jordan likes his hoops. Oh, all right. And okay. So what's your favorite? What's your favorite sports team? I know the answer. I'm just talking. I'm asking for the audience. I'm asking. Yeah, he's asking for me. Oh, and Jake. Me? Yeah. Yeah, you, Jordan. Oh, I'm a Bulls fan. Exactly. Ooh, so this right. is another thing that we bonded about. All right, that's all right, that's fair. I yeah. mean, he's from Chicago. But, it makes but sense. Greg knows more about the Bulls than I do at this current juncture because you know he's like a basketball scholar. Me and Greg watch a lot of basketball that. together. But Jordan, but yeah, Jordan knows. Jordan through watches through. games, and I appreciate that. Jordan, who's your favorite player currently? Yeah, so that's and, thing, and all time. This both. is something we like to ask our guests. We ask them their favorite team, franchise, and then their favorite both. player. I want to hear your both your current and all time because they can be different, and sometimes they are the same. Uh, well, okay, so it's current. I would say the person I enjoy watching the most is Luca. That's mm-hmm. fair. I love. I watch pretty much every we game. Are, you're, not, you're not going to find a lot of argument at this table, I don't think. Jacob, are you arguing? No, he's he's up there. He's not my favorite. He's, he's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he's up there. He's not my favorite either. But and he's coming. I like him a and lot. wouldn't you say he's come? He was coming into form. He had a little bit of a rough start to the season. Oh yeah, but he was starting to get hot. Yeah, it was it? But I I will say up until like last year, like almost far and away my. Until he got, until he left um, OKC, my far and away favorite was Weston. Mm, interesting. But now I feel like he's gotten a little less interesting to watch. You know, I like don't like Westbrook at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like love or hate. I lo- no, he's definitely I mean, polarized. So I like his, I like his personality. I just don't like his game. I don't think you can win with him. Really, I like sixty percent of his fits. <laughs> I think sometimes he's way yeah, off. Yeah, he pulls some yeah, fire I mean, he's fits not off. Like a, he's not a guy who's going to get you 
to be a winning team for sure. But like, I think he's embraced I that part of himself, though. He's, and I love his drive. He's fun as hell to watch sometimes. He's made the Wizards like yeah. not the worst team in the East. I mean that, and Bradley Beal scoring forty two a game. What's the thing? He just he hurt. understood that he needed to get out of Bradley Beal's way because Bradley Beal would have just had him, the, had him murdered. But is that yeah. the first time in his career he's done that? Getting, that, sorted, getting out of the way, he was starting to do it. He was sorted. He sorted it with Harden. Yeah, he he could defer there, but he would also go. And on. I think I think I can give you guys a specific reason for why I like Westbrook so much, because like. It was around the time when I started watching NBA again, like real heavily. And like, I, you know, LeBron, of course, amazing. Like oh, one of the best boy. of all time, if not the best. You know, there's Harden. I know. It's incredible, it's, it's, even though he frustrates with me. With each passing season, LeBron argument gets stronger and AD, stronger. AD, incredible. There's all these talents. So like, you see like LeBron, you know, sometimes like, like joking around or ha- like, or even Embiid, you know, he's like, sometimes he plays serious. Sometimes he's like, doesn't seem like he's caring, but like Westbrook would get like angry mm-hmm. and he'd always be like, just fucking steaming, trying to like, you know, be, be, be the, overly confident. He yeah. couldn't necessarily back it up, but he would always be trying like 110%. And I was like, I like this guy. See, I like the playful. You like the fun I think Russell of, versus I th- the angry 110% effort, Russell? I think the part of the reason why I like LeBron and like the Embiid playfulness is because uh, in college one season, I was a catcher, and in one season like between like winter ball, summer ball, and a regular season, I caught like 120 games. And so like I learned the importance of fucking not going hard all the fucking time because it doesn't make sense. And like the, yeah. the playfulness and loving every minute of it, and then doing things to well, love it. Like I, I really like a Steph. The thing about Steph I love the most is that he's fun. He enjoys every second of the game, and like he has a fun arrogance about him. Here's the comparison, and here's like the here's the here's the perfect example is Derrick Rose, and it's like Derrick Rose, out of control, exciting. MVP, transcendent, yeah, but fault like always on the the tip on the tipping point of an injury, yeah, or, or something derailing it. Mm-hmm. And then and, he, yeah, and then he and had to I and then he, and then he had to evolve. I love I love that he evolved. I'm impressed with him. Yeah, to, I'm like, stick it super out impressed by his evolution. I feel like that's a little bit of the Westbrook thing, where he's just like Westbrook hasn't evolved much. He wasn't smart when he was 110. percent that no. was my problem with him. He's still really 110%. Like, I don't think, like, I watch him yeah, play no, and his still, game hasn't he still evolved. Tries. He tries. His game hasn't evolved. He hasn't gotten better at shooting. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the big issue. Like, like I don't know. Yeah, it's just He's pretty reckless at times. Yeah, I, I don't want to yeah, build a team sure. around him at all. I don't want anyone. But you're right. OKC, Westbrook, something special is happening there. Yeah, agreed. Um, okay, so who's your favorite bull? And well, oh, right now. Uh, well, again, if you have to follow up, follow up. But we're, I'm just, I, w- I want to. Well, dive no, I was in. just going to say that that brings me around to my favorite player of all time, obviously Michael Jordan. Mm, Ooh, okay, obviously, you're just going to take, you're just going to take him. Right. But so you called. Are are we willing to give LeBron goat status yet, or we're still waiting for him to win three more championships, which I think is possible. <laughs> Wait, am I willing to give LeBron what? Uh, goat status over MJ. 
Or is it, I mean, to me, it's like two different things. New York pizza. It's like once you get to the top, there is no best. There's just different. Mm-hmm. And I like LeBron, Jordan, who are the best? Like, I think LeBron is like more skilled than Jordan, and more obviously he's more athletic and more gifted in a lot of ways. But like sure. Jordan had that drive that was yeah, you know, un unsurpassable. But like LeBron is a better passer. See, and I talk th- about evolving his game. It's like LeBron has changed his game now. What that's, like, that's what impresses me so much. Crazy. So I have a question. Yeah, I'm do like you, every time I see him play, he's like doing some different thing like that year. Do you really think that Jordan's drive is better than LeBron's drive? Like I th- yeah, yeah, I mean his intensity is crazy. Intensity's like something different than drive. Person. I think what I think what's happened is LeBron has just embraced the technology. He has access to better technology. Of co- yeah, of he's course. More, he's more interested in image. He's more interested in preservation of his brand and preservation of his legacy all the stuff that jordan was just a little behind on jordan was definitely about that he once said that republicans buy shoes too which is definitely talking about your brand and your image he's thinking about it he was thinking about it but he also i don't think lebron parties as hard as jordan i mean lebron drinks like three bottles of wine a night well i don't think that's true Really, dude? You go on his watches Instagram lives. I know he likes watches Instagram lives weekly, and it's like at least three to four times a week he's drinking like multiple bottles of wine. Well, that's because they're just like have multiple bottles open because they're just like trying a bunch of stuff because they have like the best options. They're drinking a lot though. They're not (laughs) like not drinking. He also sleeps like fourteen hours a day. He says. Again, you heard all these stories about Jordan where he's like up all night. He's that's like true. partying, gambling, and playing cards. And then that's he true. goes and plays two rounds of golf. Which is then, a, exactly my point. Like, does, do you, can you really say that Jordan had more drive than LeBron? Yeah, uh, I, I guess not, I didn't Not singularly drive, focused. I would say, yeah. Go ahead. I should rephrase it and say comp- I think Jordan was more competitive. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron, like we were saying just a few minutes ago, he's more lighthearted. Yeah, he's you know, very, he is much more lighthearted. I think a lot of people like LeBron a lot, and like Jordan struggled with that for a long time. Yeah, I think so. I think another thing is too; it's hard to tell how people really were because Jordan, you saw him like a handful of times a year, mm-hmm. and LeBron, you see, yeah. I've seen hundreds LeBron. of times a I've year every LeBron. day. I see LeBron every day in some every capacity. Day. For the past 10, 22 yeah. years or something. Yeah, legitimately. Like, <laughs> like, that's probably almost true. I was a fucking 8th to 7th grader, 8th grader. I don't remember when LeBron was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. So I'm like three or four years, five years younger than him. When are you and, born, Jordan? Yeah, what's your full birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm born in 1983. Are we the same age? I'm born in 1989. These guys are young. 87. Also, you got to think like you were, I'm 84. So, like, Greg, me and you are LeBron's age. Right. Yeah. Or like slightly older. And it's like, he's Christmas. He's Christmas of your year. Is that right? Yeah. And I'm like thinking of me going out on that court and trying to do what he's doing, like physically. And I'm like, you know, I'm athletic, pretty athletic guy. I run a lot. I try to work out like almost every day. And like, I would die, you know. Yeah, yeah what, same. like trying to jump that high at my age, dude. He's an, <laughs> oh it's God. insane what and, that man does, and that's again the th- the thing that's separating him. Because again, I love Jordan. I was a Jordan guy, obviously. Like 
I loved all the different. I loved Bulls players. I wouldn't have said that Jordan was my favorite player. Dude, Space Jam was my favorite movie growing but, up. But hell along. By the time he's getting, he's by the time he's getting to this. And again, we haven't seen Jordan. We haven't seen LeBron get to forty yet. But when he's getting to thirty nine, thirty eight, forty, Jordan's knees and everything was just like abandoning him. Yeah. Or LeBron just seems to be getting stronger and like LeBron's more been in to control. Seventeen All Star games. Oh yeah, what's this? Oh, how about this for a stat, Jordan? Listen to this. LeBron has been to more All Star games, more more All Star game appearances than Charles Barkley played NBA seasons. Yeah, by four years. It was sixteen versus seventeen. I thought. I thought it was uh, no. twelve, but still versus seventeen. It's like, let's see. Well, it's a crazy legacy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a big status as well today. So, anyways, they're going to be bouncing back. We just had the All Star Game. Did you happen to take in any of the uh, the weekend festivities? No, I, I, you know, I knew obviously all the highlights are all over Instagram and stuff. So I was like, I'll see them. But then on Sunday night, I was like, oh wait, the All Star Game's on. And I, I turned it on like, and it was literally like they were at like one fifty nine to like whatever. Oh, it was right towards the end. So I like saw you know Lillard hit that amazing three. That was really cool. But yeah, like I didn't you know see. Oh, right before that, they had Steph and him had been trading like half court three pointers. Yeah. all the game. It they were going crazy. Wild. So yeah, I saw some of those highlights. That was fun. The sickest thing I saw from it was I wasn't paying that close attention during it, but Anthony Simons did a between the legs dunk, and when you just watch it, it doesn't look that cool. And then you watch it in slow mo, and you see these like Hooper's breaking it down, um, and he jumps. The foot he jumps off of is the foot he goes between the legs but with. This is his first dunk. Yeah, yeah. His first dunk was the, the best foot dunk of the he whole jumps night. off of is the foot he goes between the legs with, and then fucking like slams it down hella hard, like easily. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about how hard that is yeah, to do. And his head was so basically rim level. Yeah, it was awesome. And then after that, it was just like, wow, this is maybe the worst dunk contest I've ever seen. But, uh, you know, shout out NBA. Love you. I think, I think part of the issue was Obi Toppin made it past and yeah, Cassius have, Stanley didn't. You have to have a really big, good big man. Because Cassius Stanley, but the issue was Cassius Stanley missed those well, dunks, so he got dedu- uh, deducted a point. The problem with Cassius Stanley is he only forgot to pack one dunk with for the trip. I mean, yeah, I mean. He should have he brought some more swag he bailed on the one dunk and got a lower score because of it yeah um jb so you're, you're working out you're staying fit it's the pandemic you're cranking you're watching the all-star game oh, i was going to ask you did you watch the uh the the, the hip-hop two-on-two challenge <laughs> it was jack harlow and quavo yep. versus two chains and little baby little baby <laughs> i think i saw like one highlight of Little baby making one shot. That's surprising because he had a lot of lowlights. I'll tell you what. I I watched the entire game. I had to leave. I couldn't handle it. It was bad. Yeah. So like they just weren't good at all. No, Quavo was pretty good. Apparently it got better like as the game went on. But I watched the first ten minutes and it was real rough. So Mm -hmm. two chains is an ex college. Are they like Adam Sandler level good or like worse than that? Two chains is pretty decent. Two chains. Carlo has no. 
understanding really, but he has hustle. And he's kind of athletic. Uh, Quavo's decent. He's got a good little shot. He, he little can touch. dribble a little bit. And little baby was just horrible. Um, little baby, <laughs> I, I don't think he's been on the court much. Like he had some like natural athletic ability, but that's about it. But so two chains is an ex college basketball player, but he's a thirty nine year old, six five motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So he's stiff. like a little yeah. stiff and um, had some nice shots. But Quavo was the star of the show. But apparently Sada Baby and Lil Dirk want in next year. And they're talking shit. How about they're the best basketball playing rappers or bat rapping? I don't know whatever the right terminology is. Rapping. I thought J. Cole was the best. I don't know. I think it's Dame Lillard. Apparently there might be a better game <laughs> wow. next year because some some Twitter like uh, shout call outs have been made, right? Yeah. I don't know. Dame Lillard's the best. So just put him in that game. He's the, yeah, he's he's a pretty damn good rapper. Doesn't he's the Drake best. Love playing basketball yeah. Drake's like awful though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just watch Drake in his I music would, video with I would beat Drake. I might beat Drake. In a game of one on one. He's in better shape than me and he's stronger if than he me. If he ever hears this, this he's not on is the level. an official challenge. No, I mean he's better than Lil Baby probably. Uh Jordan, if you ever get to visit Yeah, all you know, that celebrity all star stuff, I'm like, why uh, I think it's interesting. Yeah, I watch these guys who I think it's interesting and like the shit talks fun and I like to see the Twitter bullshit going on. Yeah. And that's it. I don't watch them because they're good basketball. It would be nerve wracking to have to play in front of a bunch of cameras. Watching it for the beat. Weird fancy court. Yeah. That was a pretty cool production though. I watched production. I watch a lot of shit for that too. Just to see how people do production shit. That's, that's all that's happening. High production, high production value. We have the highest over here. <laughs> Our production value is very high. Um, so uh, so I have a question for you. Do you have any stuffed animals? Um, not currently, but... All right, never mind. If you see some, I definitely have save a them. big, nice collection. Are you willing to, are you willing to separate wow. with them? I didn't, Am I willing to... Jordan, I didn't realize he was going to do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a wall Wait, in our pod. It? We have a wall in our podcast studio. Right, we're trying to fill with stuffed animals. Jordan's an audio guy, so he'll appreciate how sad this is. Oh, yeah. you want Split. me to send you a stuffed animal? I mean, we've had multiple. People. We'll like we'll repay I'll the send, favor somehow. We'll send you some OTB swag. <laughs> well, I need to do that yeah, anyways. We're, we're going to talk about what your needs are. Oh. I need to send him. He's, we have we still haven't played our first frisbee uh, disc golf round. Our first for all. He calls it for all, right, Jordan? That's all right. That's from Seinfeld, right? Yeah, I hear that's not proper nomenclature. So, hey, I I call them frisbees all the time because it pisses disc golfers off. I've embraced it. I've embraced it. Yeah, what's the word again? It's disc Disc golf. Yeah, D-I-S-C, not with a K, not a floppy disc. But that's not all the way true. I read an article. When you're talking about a frisbee, what what do you call it? A disc it depends. So frisbee is actually a brand, uh, like a specific brand. I kind of say frisbee now, just because I think it's funny. I do too. I say it because it's funny too. But frisbee. So basically, not all discs are frisbees, but all frisbees. No, wait. Yeah, but all frisbees are discs. <laughs> oh yeah. It's it's one of those <laughs> things. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A brand. Yep yep. yep. And we're uh, gonna get we're gonna get you hooked up with some starter packs for you and Nora, and I'm gonna take you out to uh <laughs> to Oak Grove. In, Hell yeah, in the Pasadena. first course in the, the world. First course in the world. Yeah, I'd love to try and We can I safely, mean, love, we like, can safely social distance. Have you ever played like baseball, tennis, javelin, 
Uh, Sounds like he's throwing a frisbee. Any rotational sports at all? Yeah, but not on a high level like baseball, like little league. Uh, you'll, if you can even like throw something or like swing something, you'll figure it out. He's, Wait, he's did you a, say tennis? Yeah. Yeah, back in when I was a kid. You can do it. You'll you'll be fine. No, it's, I can throw a regular frisbee really good oh hell yeah but that you know so this is a little more like like, he's he's a natural he'll be fine this is a little more like swinging a bat than it is all right all right that's good you'll be fine you'll be able to start with some flippy stuff and be able to hyzer flip some stuff all right ours are generally in the 170 to 175 gram range yep well and it's a totally different design right yeah it's smaller 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 diameter diameter yeah but we can get you some mid-ranges and some putters and things it'll be just fine I'm going to be down this week, so I'm going to bring you a care package. All right. That sounds great. Yeah, I'd love to try it. I, I need some things to do, like, you know, now that I'm here back in L.A. and I don't, you know, not doing much, but I got the vaccine, so, like, I can do stuff. Oh, this yeah. is fun. You're safely in the bosom of Highland Park. The, the bosom. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that accurate? No, you're yeah. in Mount Washington. Yeah. I'm sorry. I misspoke. You're in Mount Washington. Yeah, but most people don't know where Mount Washington is. But you know what? This this podcast is for niche culture, you know, for the insiders. That's what we're doing. We have less than 30 listeners. (laughs) (laughs) But this is about to go viral because I just uh, tagged Jordan and Text Me Records in a post. So, you know. Fuck yes. We're going viral. It's going viral. 12 12 listeners in the next hour. Uh, Easily. Well, if if we get around to posting it, but (laughs) we'll probably remember. Well, that's good. <clears throat> um, uh, shit! What was I gonna say? I should have written that down. All right. So, what's your favorite genre of music? Uh, I pretty mm, that's tough because I I love jazz and I love like R and B soul, but I also love hip hop. Yeah. Okay, I remember my question. So I don't I don't know if I have a favorite, but like I would say those are my Tell us three. tell us about where you live in Mount Washington. What's special about the house? Um oh well, so I rent two rooms and it's like a you know, four bedroom house, but I and so I have some roommates upstairs, but I live in the downstairs and I have a bedroom and then the other room is a music studio and it's like you know, it's not like a fully proper studio per se, but it's like a room in a house, but it is, it, it was set up by Danger Mouse, that producer. And so it is like a nicely like treated room. And there's like a drum, like a small drum room with like a big sliding glass door and like tie lines through the wall where I can plug in my cables and things like that. So it's like a legit, like nice, you know, little studio. That I, I can have, you know, that's all mine next right next to my bedroom that's rad as fuck that was super yeah, dope I, re- awesome. I remember being really excited when you first told me that yeah uh, the magic it, of the danger actually, mouse like room. when i google like or if i'm like calling a uber or something and i put in my home address or i like search my address on google to get directions on the map app it says black iris music so that must have been that must have been like what danger mouse called it at some point oh, or, cool. or something i never noticed that i'll have to re-google that yeah like i don't know 
I mean, he obviously used it a lot, but like when I moved in here, my landlord was like very adamant that like I don't use the studio for commercial purposes. Like basically he doesn't want me to rent it out to other people and like stuff like that. And I was like, I'm not going to like rent, you know, I'm not going to rent out the room right next to my bedroom. Because Danger Mouse had people. But it made me wonder if someone is operating like kind of commercially out of here at some point or if it was Danger Mouse. And like, you know, that maybe became a problem or something. I don't know. That's interesting. I wonder if but at one point it had a name. I think it is illegal to work in California to have to live where you work, or something along there those rules, lines. Well, Different rules about residential home offices mm-hmm. and what you're doing. Yeah, I'm sure it varies state by state, but Californians sure. are strict. I know that. I'm trying to get you. All right. So, what other studios you've been hanging out with? Um, that's another thing that's kind of an exciting uh, nugget, wouldn't you say? Studio wise, yes, indeed. Well, okay, so basically, like I was doing nothing over the spring and summer and fall, except for you know, like quarantining and doing, you know, being at home. But I, I like didn't have any, pretty much no contact with anyone, except for all the you know, all the weddings, the all the weddings we had can't planned were canceled. You haven't worked any weddings, right? Yeah, no wedding. Yeah, um, that's how no, we, that's nothing. how we know each other. Is we were working weddings, we were doing audio. He's a DJ. I plug wires in, and sometimes DJ. Yeah, so all those were gone. Everything closed down. But then, like in the, I think it was September. Um, one of my friends called me, who's a producer. His name's DJ Fu. I think he just he just changed it. He just goes by Fu now because he's like he's. He's like, I'm not a DJ. I'm a producer. Like, why? You know, I'm just going to be called Foo. So, anyways, if you Google search, he's a pro. Uh, he's a pro like Foo. Like pro Foo. How do you spell that? F U. Just DJ space F U. <laughs> All right, DJ F U. Shout out DJ F U. But now he just goes by Foo. But anyways, Foo. He called me and he was like, "Hey man, can you come play bass on the Schoolboy Q record?" Now, is this the guy who yeah, was, was calling like, you regularly to come record, or is that a different producer? He wasn't calling me regularly. We, like, did a few sessions back before the pandemic, like, in okay. late 2019. Like, so I, I, I knew him. Like, I recorded bass for him maybe, like, three times before that on different projects. But I cut you off. And He's got a hot lead. Go with it. What? Oh, yeah. He does. And so he called me and was like, you know, I might need you to come play on this record. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that would be great. And he was like, all right, come at 6 p.m. So I like showed up to the studio with my bass. You know, this is like the first time I've, you know, been in person with anyone. I wore a mask. Who mm-hmm. always wears masks, but like Schoolboy Q was there. I, I don't remember. I don't think he was wearing a mask. Maybe he had a bandana. You know. It was just like us no three and the no engineer. Yeah, I'm like, it's his session. Like, what? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna he's schoolboy Q. He's, he's schoolboy Q. <laughs> yeah, so I they played me the song, and they basically just wanted me to replace the bass on this song that had a sample as the bass, and like, put some live. They wanted bass, me to replay yeah. it and like add, you know, add some like live, more live inflections, and you know, make it feel more alive and not like a loop. 
Mm-hmm. So I did that, and it was it was pretty quick. It was it took like ten minutes, and they were happy with it. And then, like the studio wasn't that big. It was, it was like it's kind of like long and narrow. So like if you're in there with like four people, like you can all be in there, but you're all kind of like sitting in like almost like a row, mm-hmm. like facing the speakers. And so like there's not a lot of whole lot of space to like walk around or like have a bunch of people in there. So like when I was done, I was like, all right, you guys want me to like pack up and make space and, you know, leave you to it. Or you you want me to stick around in case you want me to play on anything else or what? And she was like, no man, stick around. He was like, you know, unless you got somewhere else to be like, I don't know. We we might call up a different song later and maybe make something. uh, I don't know. He's like, hang out if you want. Hang out. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'm definitely, like, I was like, no, I don't have anywhere else to be. Uh, like, what am I going to say? Like, no, <laughs> I'm leaving. Like, of course I'm going to stay. It's like, yeah, then, I, like, I, I, some, I got some and, stuff DVR'd back at the crib. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I got to finish this TV show I was watching. Hey, um, what was so the name of that song? Of playing... What's that? What's the name of that song? Oh, it's not out yet. It's unreleased. Oh. It's on the unreleased school yeah, so album. Yeah, like, so I ended up staying and they like, you know, I played some more stuff and uh, like we ended up making some stuff from scratch and just kind of like basically like jamming with like this keyboard player came and we were kind of just making stuff up and then I was packing up to leave and everyone was going to leave for the night like a few hours later and they were like, all right, see you tomorrow. Or, you know, that kind of vibe. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, I'll come back. <laughs> and then we ended up just doing stuff like that for like a couple months, like five days a week, pretty much. That's so fucking right. He seems like such a cool dude. Yeah, he's amazing. Like to work, like working with him has been so cool because he's so, he's like so creative. And like, yeah, he had like musicians coming in, different singers. Uh, obviously, like a bunch of producers work with him, but like, there's like a couple main producers and then different producers would come in and like, he just grabbed the mic and like freestyle and make, you know, flow with ideas and try to write and we'd all be jamming. And he just like, you know, sometimes like turn to us and like tell us, you know, a different type of vibe he wanted or like what, you know, it's just like very free flowing, like cool yeah. energy. And he was just like creating stuff and like, I think we ended up making like a hundred beats over the course of a few months and now they're like in there you know hopefully finishing it but it'll you know it'll stuff i have no control over like if what i'm on comes out or what they you know what they do mm-hmm. and how they edit it or things like that but like we all became friends and like i you know i'm in touch with the producers and they're all super cool people and great musicians and like so i'm sure at some point it will be some point hopefully relatively soon it'll be a you know new album that's fucking rad man that's like so fucking yeah cool to be so part that of. like you know that yeah it was, it was like somewhat nerve-wracking because it was like during covid and like but i was like i gotta you know do this like for myself like creatively and yeah you can't pass up an opportunity you know i always like that. wore a mask and like most of the people would wear masks and but when I was doing the sessions, like I didn't, you know, see my girlfriend except for when we'd like go for a walk and wear masks. And I basically had to like stay home alone all the time, which was a bummer. But yeah, you know, I, I was like, I'm going to take a calculated risk and do these sessions. 
Yeah, I mean, and, you kind of like, have to do that going through life. Is Life's all about calculated risks. Yeah, and luckily, you know, I stayed healthy and stuff, and and so, like, it was all good. And, you know, now I have the vaccine, and we might do some more soon, and so I can, like, yeah, I'm still going to wear a mask and everything, but, like, I can be a little more, like, rest assured that, you know, I'm not going to get sick from, from being in these sessions. Yeah, I was reading about the vaccine the other day and how it's one of the most successful vaccines in U.S. history. Like, as far as... Wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, as far as percentages and even the people that don't, like, that still get COVID after they get the vaccine, um, it's, like, much, like, lower uh, cases. Like, they're not as severe. So even if you do get it, after you get the vaccine, it's not nearly as severe as it would have been. Yeah, I think that's like one of the main things is like you can still get it, but like you're not going to like die from it, or mm-hmm. maybe you won't even get sick. Yep. So, which is interesting because that like I know from reading about it, you can be vaccinated and maybe you won't get it or you won't feel it, but you can still like pass it to other people. They don't even know that for sure. And I would have thought though. that they. What's that? They don't even know that for sure either. That's just like a hypothesis. Um, but I was reading about that oh, okay. too. Because I, I thought maybe they knew that for sure, and I was like, they should tell you that when you're getting the vaccine. Like, like they gave me no info except for that. Like, you might feel mm-hmm. sick tomorrow, and like they said, stick around for 15 minutes in case you have any bad allergies. But after that, you can go home. But you think they'd like give you some sort of like info sheet to be like, this is, you know, I think part of the issue is it's so new. It doesn't protect you from this. And blah blah blah. blah. It's so new is part of the thing, I think. Um, and my sister's a nurse, so I, I got I got the vaccine also from her work. And they told me a little bit. And um, I don't know. Apparently, it's a really good vaccine. Like, it's 95% effective, according to all the studies, which is crazy high. Yeah. And good, I don't man. know. Yeah, I, like, asked the doctor. And he gave me info when I asked him, but, like, if you didn't ask, you know, then, yeah. Uh, did you have any symptoms afterwards? Because like mine was nothing. Like I had allergy oh, shots that hurt more. Terrible. Really? Well, that's crazy. Which one did you get? Do you know? The Moderna one. Oh, I got the Pfizer. So. Yeah, I heard that's not as bad with the side effects. Yeah, like after the first shot, I felt like a really bad fever for only like one night, like for like twelve hours. I was like in bed like sweating and shivering and then it went away but then the second one was like that but even worse for like two days i was like feeling really That's crazy sick. crazy yeah. experiences on it because like everyone's different okay so you i think you did some research when you were getting in the studio with schoolboy and you went into the catalog right the back catalog oh yeah Big which time. which was uh which was your favorite track that you that you dug into when you were going back and going through the records? And which was your favorite of the albums? Um, well, I, I would say, like, definitely, like, his most classic, perfect, almost album is, um, well, there's two. Like, I, I think his, his most amazing album is Blank Face right. LP. Mm-hmm. Like that's like kind of classic through and through, and then oxymoron has some highlights on great. it. Yeah, blank face is awesome. Um, but yeah, blank face is like to me is like almost like a perfect album. 
But my long time, like the first school like two song I ever heard was Collard Greens, and like to this mm-hmm. day, that's still my favorite. Oh yeah. Like when I first heard it, it was actually at a wedding with uh, when I was assisting a DJ, learning to DJ. Uh-huh. This DJ Dent May played it. Oh, classic! It shout awesome out, musician. shout out, Dent May. Yeah, and I was like immediately, like after like the first two seconds it came on, I was like, "What is this?" He was like, "Schoolboy Q." I was like, "This is cool." Yeah, that's kind of great. Like beginning, that, it's very captivating the whole time. Yeah, and just like a a really unique like vocal like performance and just kind of a weird song. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a and most other love, hip uh, rap songs. That one, like pretty much almost all of his hits, I love. Like, um, that part, the song he did with Kanye West, mm-hmm. is like such a crazy good like sample like it's the emotional quality that it evokes it's like eerie and spooky it's, it's it's on my liked songs you know and um man of the year which is like one of his other biggest singles is like kind of like a it's like youthful it's more like celebratory but it's like that's like a like i'm gonna get pumped up to like do my workout type of song like it's just a mm-hmm. good like in, like inspiring energetic song we love hip hop and then my the other shop. favorite is the one say it again I said we, we love hip hop hip hop here in the shop we listen to it a lot yeah I'm a huge hip hop it's head. the best go on and then um, I love uh, this song from from his uh, very well I actually don't know if it's his first album um, it's from Habits and... I guess it's his second album. It's from Habits and Contradictions. And it's called... Uh, oh, wait. No, sorry. It is his first album. It's from... Yeah, his first album is called Setback. And it's a song called I Bet I Got Some Weed. It's like a simple, like, chill... I like this Like, stoner song. But it's just like... He's got... Like, his voice is cool. It's like a cool, chill, like, jazzy beat. Like, that's like a throw-on and, like, nod-your-head type of song. I'm, I'm currently, I just the, currently added that to the OTB barbecue playlist. It's a pretty fire playlist. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great chill out song. And then off of his most recent record, which is called Crash Talk, um, the song, I think it was the big single on that. It's a very weird song, but I heard it on the radio once, which I was like, whoa, it's a dish on the radio. It's called Num Num Juice. I yeah, love yeah. that song. That song's great. That, yeah, it's crazy, and it's like two minutes long, and like, who produced that one, actually? Oh, cool. The guy, the producer I was talking about. Um, nice. I love that song. It's just like really, it's like daring and just wild. The Schoolboy song I listen to the most is When Are You Gonna Drop That New Shit? It's just all like, it's pronounced, like it's just W. It's all know. caps. It's all like just, it's the acronym for When Are You Gonna Drop That New Shit? Oh, yeah. And it's very simple, oh, yeah. like, kind of boom-bap rap. And it's just like, when are you going to drop that new shit? And he's always, like, he's basically just talking his way through, like, I don't want to drop it right now. Like, I'm going to do it whenever yeah. I want. And it's just, like, a super simple, like, cool kind of asshole song. 
pretty great. Yeah, the like Alchemist produced one. Yeah, I think it is Alchemist produced. It's definitely just very simple. Ooh, we love us some. We love us some Alchemist here. The yeah, sh- here in the shop, some Action Bronson and shit. Oh yeah. Well, we listen to a lot of Freddie Gibbs. I love Freddie Gibbs. Huge oh, yeah, Freddie Gibbs and song. Then by, in, and Freddie then Gibbs through fan. that, we end up listening to a lot of Alchemist. I feel yeah. like. And I'm also a huge Kenny Beats fan. Oh man! Well, you would, well, you know, without uh, obviously, like, you know, there's no like spoilers because the album is in progress. So, like, who knows what's going to happen? But one of the coolest songs, the sample came from Kenny Beats. Yes. And Fuck yes. I, I guess he he had a beat to it, but like, they I don't know. And you put the like, bass on it. Yeah, I added bass. A couple of the other guys did really cool drums. It's like became this like amazing thing that Whoa. you know. Hopefully, if it gets seen through till the end, it could be something really special. Whoa, like, Kenny! Whoa, Kenny! Yeah, and yeah, and like I got one other really cool because I love Freddie Gibbs too. He came to a session. Oh. Once and I got to hear that new song um, that they just released. Yeah, uh, like did you see well, the music video a few weeks ago or a month Gang ago? Signs. I did. Yeah, Ooh, the music cool. video is yeah. great with the the rabbit and the so you the, heard the tortoise in the shell or the yeah, tortoise in the hair. Cool. What's your nickname, Jordan? At uh, in the studio, I don't really have a nickname. They just call like he calls me White Cuz. He calls him White Cuz. <laughs> <laughs> That's he's just great. like, yeah, he's like the white, he's like the white dude, you know. And tell him about the time that you wore your Air Maxes. Oh, yeah, my old busted ass Air Maxes. <laughs> so I have like black Air Maxes that I've been wearing for too long because they were like, they're, you know, black simple sneakers. So I could wear them at work, DJ in a wedding, bartending or whatever. Or I could even wear them to a gig. And I just like hadn't gotten new shoes and like. Most of these guys are like, you know, they're like sneakerheads. Sneakerheads, yeah. Like, yeah, they're like in the fashion to some extent. And like, know all these. I mean, I actually found a lot of people in LA are like really into sneakers. Like, and I don't know shit about sneakers. I never, I I like, never embraced my I sneaker like love like, until I moved to LA. And then I was just like, okay, I can just like be into sneakers. It's fine. I love shoes. They're great. Ones. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Like, Whatever, but like, yeah. So I was wearing my Air Maxes, and like, everyone was like talking about shoes, and she was like, "Man, you look like you're gonna run up and jump somebody on those in those shoes." <laughs> it's like wearing all black Air Forces. Yeah, some fucking all black yeah. Air Max nineties. Like, like, wearing... Walking towards me on the street, I turn around and walk the other way. Oh, yeah, bro, you're about to white cuz white cuz coming up on people. <laughs> that makes sense. The nickname makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, but you know, I don't have. They just call me Jordan. <laughs> they just call me Jordan. And were you named after Michael Jordan? <laughs> no, because I'm too old. Well, I'm not too old, but like, yeah, my parents was, would have it, to be a super fan. It was. Like, have to be a North Carolina fan, right? I was just wondering how many babies yeah, were named Jordan because of Michael Jordan, you know, and how many babies will be named. I mean, I'm uh, sure like five years later. Cinderius after Cinderius Caldwell Pope. Contavious, Contavious, shit. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking of Cinderius Thornwell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to uh, flex some NBA knowledge. To Aaron Fox. 
Well, I wanted to say bye, guys. I got right, go. to go. Thank you for the beer. It was great hearing about you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Right on. Let me know if you're ever in the Central Valley and I'll give you some beer. Oh, man. What's the name of your brewery? Blaker. I don't know if you guys already went over this on the show. But... Uh, Blaker. On a previous episode. Blaker? Like, on a previous episode. B-L-A-K-E-R. Yeah. Blaker Brew. They, he makes a, he makes a nice beer, Jordan. He's a good brewer. I know you oh, were Blaker. I know you're abstaining. You were you're maintaining a healthy lifestyle during the pandemic. Are you uh are you drinking alcohol? No, I haven't drank any alcohol yeah, in like over a year now. He's off the sauce. It's pretty wild. Oh, okay. But yeah. I do love you. beer. You know, I, but he appreciates like it. I he appreciates that, it. For sure. That area has long been, you know, beer mecca i well i think great beer is like almost all over the country now but like when i first discovered great beer is like russian river oh yeah you know sculpin was still only in yep. san diego yeah i'm currently asking um, a joint so like in russian California. river bottle. <laughs> i'm currently asking my joint so like in uh, california i was always like oh my god i'm gonna get to taste all these beers that i never get to try in new york <laughs> yeah for sure I know, yeah. it's crazy. What's like, it's wild like how things have ship? changed in, you know, 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Do you have a flagship, Jake? Yeah, I mean, also, like, my sister's from Minneapolis. My, my sister lives in Minneapolis, and, like, I'm from Chicago, and there's, like, Minneapolis is crazy good for beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chicago's no slouch either, but, like, being right next to Michigan, like, you know, you could get, like, Jolly Pumpkin sometimes, or like you know things yeah. like that. Jolly Pumpkin beers. Did you ever go to Revolution? Yeah, it's like one of my favorite in dudes. Chicago. Yeah, Revolution. Yeah, yeah. All, like anytime we go back there, we would have. I forget which ones, but my brother was like one of them was Green um, yeah. Anti Hero. Like they're, whatever they're. I think Anti Hero. Yeah, yeah, Anti Hero. I've had Anti Hero. Yeah, yeah, they even Chicago, like they even baby. sell Revolution at United Center now and stuff. Wow, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know they got big. I, w- I haven't been to Chicago since like 2012. I, miss, I, I, I really like Chicago. I've always enjoyed being there. It I've heard really it's a great cool. city. Other I than went, the I cold went to Island. Island. It's, it's, Literally it's maybe right the, before it's they maybe were the greatest American city. You know, I don't want to call. I don't want to pick favorites. And that I was love wild. San Francisco. I love New York. I love Oakland. <laughs> Jordan, you rep so it. All good. You rep it hard, right? He, he's Jordan's lived in New York. He's lived in L.A. and he grew up in Chicago, so he's seen the top three. My favorite city, so, Stockton. So yeah, the one, two, all three. You guys. Huh? But yeah, did someone mention Goose Island? Just oh yeah, I was, so I was when I was in Chicago. I also was able to visit Goose Island on like a business related trip, and remember, so yeah. all the brewers were really mad that they were getting bought out. By Anheuser Busch. Oh, really? Yeah, their beer sucks yeah, now. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I mean, the, it like I always thought that their Sophie and whatever those other specialty bottles were really good, but yeah, as a whole, it wasn't like the best brewery. But yeah, yeah, not like I'd love to try your beer sometimes, but yeah, like now I don't know if you ever heard of Athletic Brewing. They're like getting huge. Yeah, non-alcoholic, right? Yeah, so I yeah. like you know I never tried a non-alcoholic beer until like I was in Brooklyn and I you know hadn't drank for a while and I saw this on the shelf and my brother-in-law's been talking to me like t- talking it up and stuff 
And I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Like, I'll see if it's anywhere even close to real beer. And I, it like, especially their um, hazy IPA and their, I, I forget what they called it, like a gold nail or something, mm-hmm. like some like yeah. kind of hoppy, like but lighter beer, like indistinguishable wow. from good beer. Yeah, it was like, and but also like just as expensive as good beer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> you know, it's cool if you're like wanting that taste once in a while. But I was like, you're not, you're not saving any money. Yeah, you know, by you know not drinking if you're just going to drink this stuff all the time. Right. Fair point. Yeah, yeah I was quite impressed. I was like, that's interesting to things, see that they've gotten you know, that close though. To something yeah. you'd want to actually drink. That's cool. I know the the limitations that I have is that I don't have the equipment to ferment and then remove alcohol like some breweries do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's a whole process yeah, that be. for me, it's easier to just do like a low alcohol lager. Even though it's yeah. not non-alcoholic, it's still it's three percent or three and a half percent. You know, it's light, and yeah. so it's you don't Blake or really, light. What I is Blake or lit? You Blake dr- or lit. You, Blake. So that one is actually it's three point nine. <laughs> we have a keg of it here at the shop. Jacob but delivered some beers you, tonight. I uh, did. Jordan. I brought him three kegs: a hazy, a red, and Blake yeah. or lit. Yes. Yeah, so an not Amer- light. An American light lager, which actually I love. It's all pills, their malt. It's great. And um, just a little tiny bit of bittering hops at 60 minutes in, in a 90-minute boil. And then one big late Whirlpool edition, that means post-heat, mm-hmm. of this really fruity hop mm. from New Zealand mm. called Waiiti. And so it has a nice, just like Dry hop, lemon, almost sensation. Not dry hopping though. No, no dry hop. Yeah, but but a burst of but a burst. It's notes. just like it's light lemon, mm. but it's nice. Mm. That sounds so good. Sounds yeah. like your, so yeah, that's, like and that. then I carb it really high intentionally, and so it's just like that, almost like effervescent. Yeah, light crispy like boy that you want to drink. It's like a sprite for McDonald's summer beer. summer beer. It's a sprite you know, for McDonald's, but beer. I don't know. It's really, it's good. It's really nice. Sounds like Jordan has a question and what's for like Jacob. Your flag, do you have like a flagship beer? Well, that's one of the ones that we've been brewing a lot, but our flagships are, uh, we do a blonde ale called uh, Honey Babies, and that is far and away our best seller. And I'm trying to turn that into the lagers. That's why I focus on those. But yeah, our blonde ale just kills it. In cans. Why do blonde nails always kill it? Do it's they? A, it's insane. Eight oh five, right? Is a blonde nail. It's a blonde. I have to brew okay. thirty barrels tomorrow. Um, it's so weird because like my favorite beers are always IPAs and things, but and like then the, we do another yellow flagship called Vanilla Bean Milk Stout, and that's a really nice beer. That's a five and a half percent mm. stout. That sounds bomb. Yeah, we use Bring lactose. It Bring it on. Save us a save us a, a sixstal. And uh, yeah. So we get the lactose locally, and then I get, uh, I use a pound of vanilla beans per 15 barrel batch. Wow. Yeah. A lot of beans. In the, in the mm. secondary fermentation. And uh, 
Yeah. Usually, usually from Veracruz, Mexico. Some of my favorite beers are like yeah. strong Belgian blonde ales or gold males. You know? Oh, yeah. Dude, Chimay, I, the Chimay's, right? Oh, those I, gold, those are goldens? Well, Chimay's, they like, they're all different, but, like, the, the white one's, like, a triple. But, like, yeah, I love triples, too. I've yeah. had a lot of those. Those are bomb. Yeah. I have Single, a double, triple. German yeah. half on tap that we only kegged. Cause that was just like we're in the Central Valley and nobody drinks Hefeweizens, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna brew a half, four point two percent. Nice, is gonna be great." And I think it's you fucking guys, fantastic. You guys were pumping out hella yeah. hazies for a while. Hazies move like crazy. It's ridiculous, dude. We oh so yeah, we can people just love them. We can three hundred and fifty cases of beer yesterday. Two, yeah. two styles were, we did, actually, so we ran out of can lids. <laughs> it, w- it actually was the canning people's fault. It wasn't our fault. But we ran 70 cases of our pineapple milkshake double IPA, and it's already gone. It's sold. I, I, didn't even get, I didn't even get any cans. People are just fiending for alcohol. It's fucking Everyone's nuts, coming dude. out of fucking like. The double IPA we can too. So 50 cases. It's gone. So we have a theory here sold. that there's going to be like a psych, like kind of like a psychedelic revolution, but it's going to be like a drug revolution because everyone's been fucking locked up in their house for a year and they're going to be coming out of the fucking woodworks and be like wanting to party and they're going to start doing all sorts of crazy shit. And alcohol, yeah. all the drugs are just going to boom. So I've heard it's going to be a new roaring anyway. 20s. Yeah, well, or the 70s. You got to go. Bye, Jacob. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm glad I got to talk about the brewery, but I, I got to go. Hey, Bye Jacob, guys. thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you. Hey, thanks you for, guys are great. All right, Jordan, Jordan, it was great. Jordan, just thanks so much. Jordan, can you show yeah. Jacob out? <laughs> Get out yep. of here. <laughs> uh, Gosh, I'm trying to find some good interview questions here. Uh, JB, you've been on the line a, a little while. Uh, are you still doing good? Yep. Still good. Excellent. Uh, everyone left the room except me, so I'll just keep talking to you. Thanks for calling in. I was looking for some good My pleasure, man. Interview. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was looking around. It's... Uh, I was trying to find some good questions to ask from I like to ask questions from like a classic interview usually. Mm-hmm. From like a, a teen beat or a a high times or whatever I can get my hands on, but I'm just didn't didn't have my uh my ducks in a row yet. I'm currently looking at different Bono interviews. I had Chuck oh, Bur- Did you cut out there? Oh, oh, I, still I still got you. Okay. I still got you. Um We'll just talk around things while we're at it. How's your frisbee golf coming along? I've never tried it, but I would love to. Yeah, so we're gonna get you hooked up. We're gonna get you and Nora some discs. I'll be down. I gotta get the van worked on. I haven't found a new mechanic, so I'll be down. Uh, so basically, I'll be leaving. Are there tomorrow. any good courses in LA, or probably not? Yeah, LA has a nice constellation of courses. Uh, you got the first disc golf course. That's I think I'll take you there because that seems symbolic and significant enough to you know to usher you into the sport. But I mean, like, are there actually any in the 
LA city limits. The only one in the LA city limits is the Chavez Ridge disc golf course, which I'm a member of that club as well. And, uh, that is located near the Dodger Stadium. And that's a fun course, but I wouldn't take beginners there because it's pretty brutal. And La Mirada. I'm going to take them to Oak Grove. I mean, Oak Grove is dope too. But my favorite course down there, I've only played Back Oak. 18 at La Mirada is arguably the best course in LA. La Mirada is gorgeous too. It's fun to just be there. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. park. It's a good energy over there. That's in kind of a little bit east of, t- of downtown, probably 20 minutes. On the high, on the ten, or maybe it's the sixty. Um, that's how you talk about highways in L.A. Yeah. What's your favorite highway in L.A., Jordan? Um, oh, well, probably the one ten, right? I don't know if I've lived here long enough to be an authority, but apparently, people like say the one thirty four is crap, and it's like not even a real highway. But the but I like it because you go up high. Uh-huh. And you can see a lot of stuff. That's the one that it cuts, feels like you're that's, in like a, that's Eagle Rock, right? Yeah, it like yeah, it kind of like takes you up north of like North Hollywood. Yeah, and, and kind of like goes it east to west. Oh, like okay, higher okay. ridge. Oh, I gotcha. Where is it in proximity? Like, I'm pretty sure if you go up north to where you guys are, you would either take that for a while or you take the 101. To get to Stockton, you take the 99 or you take the one or you take the five and you to get to the to 99, you have to take the five. So you take you take the five. No, see, shows you how much I know. But to play, but to play disc golf, I take the five and then I get on the 99 and 99 takes you past, past Bakersfield. It takes you past Modesto. Fresno. It takes you Visalia. past Fresno, Visalia. All these hot spots for courses. And, uh, you know, as a junkie, that's what I have to do. Um, Visalia is probably the best of those courses. Is it really? I was going to play Shark Tooth tomorrow. Um, I haven't played there. I haven't played there. Okay. Fair. So I can't say that. But you played the Flats. Uh, I haven't played either. Oh, um, Flats is fun. But. I really like Visalia's both courses. Both courses are cool. Jordan, we're going to get you out there. Which uh, we'll we'll talk weekend plans later off the air. Um, if you could go ahead and give me your what other personal information have we not gathered from him? Um, ho- what hospital were you born in? <laughs> oh yeah, hospital. Right. You remember the hospital? That's a great. I actually I can't remember. Mm. I think I was. Born in the one called Rush in Chicago. Is that the one that's featured on I, ER? I wouldn't be surprised, but it I don't be, know. It might be on one of the ER episodes. Like, oh, it's like there's a patient it's at ER this other hospital. Greg, I was born right down the street. Yeah, at St. Joseph's. It's I literally know. the closest hospital to here. I know that. Did you? Yeah, oh. we talked about your hospital. Damn, I fucking have a terrible memory. No, I remember uh, everyone's. Information like Chris's birthday is April eighteenth. <laughs> um, so Jordan, <laughs> I'm not sure your birthday because you didn't tell us. January fourteenth. Oh, it just passed. You're, that's too close to my cousin Casey. Happy belated. Happy belated. You're an Aquarius. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> really? Aquarius happens like right after. I okay, don't know so exactly you're cusp, when, you're cusp, Capricorn. 
Aquarius. Okay. We're going to get that analyzed later on a different episode. I'll bring my sister in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do some readings. Anything else you'd like to talk talk around? Thanks thanks again for the music. Play Play the music. Let's talk about this. This is what we have. This is you. This is Alibi. No, this is... Yeah, yeah, Alibi. Right? Is that what this is called? By the way, the link to that Dropbox thing expired, so I might need that. We need to remake it or something. Or if you want to send. Some, oh yeah, I think I moved. Yeah, yeah, if you want to send some new stuff, that's fine too. But how, how did you feel about this track? How long did this take? What was your process? Can you hear this? Yeah, I hear. I hear it. Yeah, nice. I'm glad you guys used that one. Um, that one. Gosh, I gotta remember. It's long I'm ago, sure, right? Yeah, it must have been like 2019. Um. Like me and my friend Tino made it at the studio on the west side. Shout out Tino. Yeah, Tino. Shout out. Um, what's the what's the yeah, instrumentation? Yeah, I think we were just what's like the... jamming out. We like came out with that chord progression. Uh huh. And I added bass, and he came up with the drums, and we were like, "Oh, we should like try to, you know." But everything is get, pro- get everything's... an artist on that. Everything's programmed basically, and then you're putting live bass. He definitely got artists on it though. He got me and Greg. I did drop a track on it. Yeah. Yeah, Greg definitely yeah, dropped a, a verse on it. Back. Um what and then play the other one, Aaron. It's uh Wake Up. That, I think the only li- like tech like real like, show up. Live show up instrumentation on that is the bass. Alright, he's gonna oh, play I think it cut out for a second. Yeah, yeah. He's switching over to uh the other track. Is, which is used for a news podcast. Right? Yep. Is this sound familiar? Oh, yeah. That one's good, too. I like that one. We use it for a news podcast. It's called, hey, it's a disc golf news podcast. Oh, I'll play that. I'll play, I'll play one of the Oh, yeah. See if that one get... I just made at home. You, you made that at Danger Mouse Studio? Yep. Right there in Mount Washington. They say he, this is punctual hey. Jordan Brooks. Oh, 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 hey, it's a disc golf news podcast. We got, we got double A-Ron over here and a Danny over here. He's going to give you the hot news every day. Well, maybe every day. Depends if we're busy. We like this one. So that's that, that intro. That's what happened. Like to, that. That's what happened to that. Yeah. So we actually owed Jordan like big that. time. I never compensated him for anything. We'll compensate him. And... <laughs> What we size gotta shirt? Get you, we gotta get you addicted to frisbee right. so we can compensate what size you shirt, well. What size shirt do you wear, men's? I wear I probably a large. Yeah, I want to spot you for a large, and then the larges they're a nice fit. That's, that's what I wear. Yeah, and well, what's Nora wear? Yeah, I'll take a I'll take a shirt. She's like a or, medium, you know, like a ladies small or a ladies medium, maybe. Who Nora? Yeah. She's yeah. I mean, well. I don't want to pick out like clothes. I shouldn't. I shouldn't pick out clothes for her. I, I couldn't do her. I could not respect her. I could not honor like her. Do you wear hats yeah. or socks? Yeah, do you wear socks? Yeah. Do you wear socks? Socks. Yep. Wear socks. Are you a sock guy? Not. Not really. I, I actually have a lot of. I just bought a bunch of new socks. And oh, okay. I have a lot. Right you, now. All right, did all you right. buy them like a six pack? <laughs> mm, socks are they? No, I got like several different like two packs because in new york it was like oh 
Are the ankle socks no shows? the full like nice wool ones and different ones like oh, that okay all right fancy guy okay he's getting yeah he's not de- yeah not he doesn't need the style he's substance over style so no yeah well no way it's like i have all athletic skin socks. you know i needed something more substantial we're gonna send you i would hardly ever wear i would wear as few clothes as possible when i was living there because it we'll was send you some stuff constantly though. perfect weather it's just it was we can send him a mask it was a little bit uh, or alarming. two, a couple of masks. Yeah, we'll send. You'll have about a couple of face shields. We'll send you a couple of stickers. We'll send you a couple of frisbees to get it started. I'm gonna put this all in the box, and I'll either leave it on your porch, or you know, we can yeah, we can whatever you're we feeling. We can meet up at a social distance. You know, he'll break in and drop it off. Shout your out, head. shout out the uh, the store where I buy beer. That's near your house. What's that called, Jordan? check out what's the name of that that beer spot um, at the bottom of the hill oh happy liquor love happy liquor happy liquor <laughs> i love it that's fantastic all right um we've been talking right about, isn't that the place that's the, that's the place down there when i go down the hill and take a left and go up to the stop sign that's right there yeah, <laughs> yeah. happy liquor that's where i stop after and i, they're all that's for, I, dro- after I drop jordan up. off that's where i stop <laughs> daddy needs the sauce <laughs> they're opening up a new place right by the gas station at the bottom of my hill called the Heights Deli and Bottle Shop. And it, I don't know if it's a second location or if it moved, but the first location was in Lincoln Heights. Yeah, no, I know that one. I and love I, that place. Yeah, I, it's opening literally at the bottom of my hill. Oh, stop. Get out of here. Get out of town. Yeah. I'm sure the original is open because it's always crowded. I tried to go there almost every yeah. time I'm in LA. Like, like you can order delivery from there. If you want to, that's close to the Chavez disc golf course i'm just saying i'm just okay. saying because they have sandwiches and to-go beer it's a great spot shout out yeah great beer and this might be a record number of shout outs for an episode Hell i think yeah. we're do we just smashed the record for shout outs shout out heights they're like meatball sub and their chicken parm is really i've never good. had I'm like huh? i never had a sandwich from there that i was disappointed in yeah, and it's like L.A. is not like sandwich mecca of the country. So like, you know, a good sandwich shop nearby is, is going to be cool. I'm not the greatest. I'm not the biggest sandwich guy. Which, okay, so what's your – okay, we're going we're gonna to close it out with this. Um, I'm not going to ask you what's your perfect date, but what is your perfect meal in L.A.? Well, in L.A.? In L.A. Mm, I would have to – all right, I'll, I'll give one last. You can do a combination of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can give two answers. Go. Well, I'm not big on breakfast. Breakfast, well, throw like, it right out the I dang window. Good, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love it, but I still love like the morning time. Like, sure, you'll go to a diner. Like, hey, yeah, three? yeah, you'll get dragged to a diner. Sure, you like a little coffee. No, and I'm sweets. not like going out to eat like a really good brunch somewhere. He you doesn't know, want a brunch. Like, He's not a brunch guy. No. Coffee, yes. Coffee, pastry, yes. Okay. All right. Big that's not a, egg. That's not a meal. Milk, Jordan, like, that's not a meal. Go. A bagel. <laughs> oh, yeah, bagel. You're leaving so You're leaving York. LA and you can go to two more places and get two more so, meals. Okay. Go. This place, actually, Greg, we went there when we moved to when we moved to Hannah, mm-hmm. Sierra Caliente. Mm-hmm. That place on the corner. I remember. It's basically it's a Mexican restaurant that is like this. 
the style of like really great like grand grandma style cooking. That's the one like that was down ladies. Isabel at the bottom of Isabel Street. Yeah. Shout out Isabel Street. Um yeah, and I, I can't remember what you got, but but like yeah, they had like I love from there um their um enchiladas with cheese and chicken mole enchiladas i think i went burrito that day so good yeah oh yeah you got a burrito which i i've never had a burrito from there but like they're like you know they make a pozole soup that's amazing they make a a a bone de gaz soup which is amazing um they have like some meat dishes with like there's one called Cecina that's almost like beef jerky. It's like dried beef that's like really salty. Hmm. And they like put that in eggs. So I guess that is technically breakfast, but it almost seems like machaca. So good. Machaca? And they, yeah. So like that place, I got to put that at one of my favorite restaurants awesome. in LA. But like real casual, only open till 4 p.m. Yeah. Sounds like one of my favorite restaurants Lunch here in place. Stockton. Okay. Mi Ranchito. Mi Ranchito. Yeah. We'll have to go there. We will. When they open up. Okay, so what's your, and then what's the other spot? And then number two, what would I say? It would, hmm, it would probably have to be Thai food. Ooh, good. I love Thai food. I like, I like your and food I would style. Say, yeah. I have a Thai restaurant would, in my head that I have to go to when I'm there. It's a tough call between Northern Thai Food Club. Best one. That's it. And Oh, that's the one you were thinking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That place is amazing. And we haven't even been there together. Maybe we discussed no. it, but i that's where I go almost every time I'm down, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, that place is... And then what's your... And you know, what, but, but and then what's, the, what's the other so one? Like if I want it's very hot. Intense. I walked in one time and I was like, what's the least spicy thing you have? And they started laughing at me. <laughs> yeah it's it's spicy and also just like pungent you know like the real deal like yeah. crazy sour flavors and yep. like stuff you don't even like really bone, taste bone, bones like, all up in it yeah yeah legit, legit say if i want shit. something more like mild i go to this place lacha some lacha some some also like pretty legit with the spice and the like funkiness but like like more normal, like not as many like, you know, out there dishes, mm-hmm. like more traditional, like not American Thai, but like the classic yeah. dishes. I, I love that place too. Those, yeah, those would be my tops. Nice. My favorite Thai food here is a, yeah, LA's like amazing. A Spanish like Thai food. Asian food. There's some decent Thai food up in the uh, Tracy Stockton area, actually. I mean, Stockton's. Yeah, the most diverse city in the world. They <laughs> I, say. I heard someone say that earlier. I think it's at one point oh, really? it was. At one point it was. Uh huh. But like, LA is pretty diverse. It's very diverse, but also LA is many cities. Many. It's a hundred cities at least. <laughs> yeah. So, the definition there is pretty loose. Yeah. Um, but we got the the best name for a Thai food restaurant. Tie me up. Yeah. Tie me <laughs> up. What do you think about that one, Jordan? That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah that's pretty really great. Good. It's really close to where we're at too, and it's like a little tiny ass, and they're like tapa style Thai food, right? So it's, it's little good. small it's plates. Good. It's pretty bomb. Um, JB, thanks. It's bomb. I thanks like for it. call. Thanks for calling. Thanks for chatting with us. 
we're really happy My to, pleasure. really happy to have you on the pod i feel like everyone learned a lot i feel like we we uh grew stronger as friends and uh yeah everything is just gonna work out fine well thanks for having me guys i'm more optimistic for the future oh me too it was much i feel way happier now that i talked to you <laughs> i'm glad i could bring that your way um glad to hear you're back on the west coast and travels were safe and so i'll be i'll hit you up uh when i'm in the vicinity all right sounds good uh yeah i'll uh i'll text all you right. later okay Thanks, bye blue. <laughs> bye bye wow what an epic phone call that was like a that was like 90 minutes an hour and 44 minutes is what this says right here on yeah. our podcast and so that, far. That was the whole podcast, and we had the whole intro. Yeah. Um, pretty great. Fantastic. I feel like we covered a lot there. Yeah, shout out to Jake for bringing his beer in the middle. Like, not even the middle, before we started. I have to pee so bad. I peed earlier. <laughs> so you, you left. Go play. Everyone else got to leave. You go, here comes you the go outro. pee, and I'm playing outro music. Bye, guys. We love you. Bye, everybody. Thank Thanks for listening. Listeners. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. That Thanks, was Jacob. fantastic. Thanks, Jake. Bye.